Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. In a time such as this with all of our technological advances, different devices, things like that, uh, we should as a community and individuals and groups of people feel more connected uh, than ever. But mom and I have discussed this many times and with other people that It seems to be common that people say that that is not the case and we actually feel more disconnected in a more quote-unquote connected world. Yeah, I I just think about when things, technology was being talked about, you know, in the back rooms of places and we all kind of thought that the whole idea was in being more connected, but now I have to wonder if that's the original motivation. Right. Something else to play there, maybe. Mm. Yeah. So we thought we would talk a bit about connection and the importance of human connection today, what it means, uh, what it means to not be connected. So uh, I wanted to start off with discussing what loneliness is, which would be the flip side of being connected. So loneliness is what happens when there is a lack of genuine connection, ironically. And uh, it's found that three in five Americans uh, report being lonely, which is super interesting, Um, shocking, but also not shocking. Right. And I think even those, those are American numbers, so it's pretty much the same up here. Right. I don't think we're, you know, more connected just because we're Canadian, you know. (laughs) Because of the plaid. Right, right. Uh, So loneliness doesn't necessarily actually mean being alone either. Uh, Contrary to popular belief, um, loneliness is more of a state of mind. um, And it can occur when there's a disconnect between one's desire for human connection and their actual level of connection so there's lack thereof Um, so it can be a longing for but they don't have that Um, so to be lonely doesn't necessarily mean that you are alone it's that actual genuine feeling of connection for sure yeah because I mean I think we can all relate to being in a circumstance I mean think of Walmart we're around all these other people but do you feel any like more connected to anyone or less lonely while you're pushing but then you see your grade five teacher off in the distance and immediate there's a connection feeling in this like you know so that's a perfect example actually yeah there's nothing worse than feeling alone when you're surrounded by people that's something that emily ladd said and similarly you know I used to think the worst part of life was to end up alone and it's not the worst part of life is to end up with people who make you feel alone. And Robin Williams said that Mm. it's pretty relatable. 
It's actually one of his common quotes. Uh, you had quickly said, what is that quote that Robin Williams said? And I actually knew what one you were talking about. Um, That's so it, relatable though, eh? It is very relatable. Um, you're around all this noise. And again, technology, there's all of this connection. You've never had more access to information and people and photos and being able to love or like something on the internet and those interactions are supposed to make us feel connected with each other but it's just noise well think of you know zoom and and what was the other one that everybody used to use skype and Mm. you know oh it's cool we can call grandma all the time but you know that was kind of an awful idea for a few months Mm mm-hmm yeah, and but it became an integral part of our society, actually, especially over the last couple of years with uh, the pandemic and everything. But I mean, I'm sure everyone, if not most people, would say that it was one of the most disconnected times in our history. For sure. And I mean, it served its purpose. But again, are you using Zoom for social activities or is it mostly used for, you know, work activities that people you know you can still feel connected in your workplace but it's not really the social life that you imagine right right and that's the thing so you can actually have fulfillment with friends and family but you could have longing for an intimate connection and could feel lonely in that sense so there's multiple layers of it as well yeah can also uh, uh, manifest as social isolation you know, if you're feeling left out or unheard or like you don't belong, it it can certainly make you feel not connected again. Like it doesn't have to be a Walmart example because that was kind of, you know, of course, those people are strangers. But let's say you're in a classroom with your classmates or let's say you're sitting at church, you know, and, you know, most of these people and you see them every week or, you know, maybe you're at a party. Yeah. And, you're kind of like off in the corner or what have you not feeling very connected because you know for who knows what reason but you know maybe you're not feeling heard maybe you're not feeling paid attention to or just plain old left out right and for prolonged or even short period of time loneliness it can have a great impact on your emotional well-being like massive Yeah, like think of the pandemic. I mean, that's, you know, we all went through that. So I'm sure we can all relate to that particular fact, right? Exactly. Um, So with recent studies, uh, they actually compare loneliness to smoking 15, one, five cigarettes a day. That's the kind of impact it has on your body. Right. I mean, yeah, let's be sense, right? Yeah. Because all of the everything matters. You know, I've figured that out more in the last few years just in what I've been doing. Um, but everything matters. Every emotion, every slight look that people give you. And I mean some of that you can't control, but you can control not smoking. Uh, right. <laughs> but if it's just as damaging to be feeling alone, I think of seniors in seniors homes, you know, where they're not being visited or, you know, the people only visit on, you know, Christmas or Easter or whatever. And there's like a lot of other days of the year that those people are being perhaps feeling left out from their friends and family for sure. You know, they're probably getting good care otherwise, but 
there's still like a lock there right right and like I mentioned earlier in that specific example that you're giving with um seniors homes um they probably have great connection with friends but you're giving examples of there's a massive lack with family or maybe even the intimate layer. Mm. Oh yeah. That'd be huge. yeah. So I even remember in the pandemic, there were many attempts uh, with a couple different businesses to try to make people feel more connected. So I actually took part in it. I don't know if you did. Did you do this too, mom? The, the painting? Uh, no, I didn't do any. We did one amongst ourselves, I think, yeah, but um, like a Christmas thing, like a, Right. But Eric and I, um, we did a, so we paid for a ticket essentially to be a part of this live virtual, I don't want to call it paint by number, but you know, they told you the supplies you needed, which was a canvas and some paintbrushes and these specific ish colors. And so you went out and got those yourself and they just hosted an online paint night versus now they do like, you know, wine and paints and stuff out in public. Um, Wait a second. Is that the one we did with the llama? Did you do that one? Because that's the one yeah. I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I did it. And my boyfriend did it. And, you know, and your boyfriend did it. And yeah, yeah and the only reason as you were talking, I'm like seeing it in your hall. And then I'm thinking, what happened to mine? Right, in the garbage. <laughs> I kept Eric's for the longest time just because his had cross eyes. But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, it was a, it was, yeah, it was a great attempt though, to help people feel more connected because even as a business owner, like that would be a huge downfall is like, you probably love the interactions with people and seeing what people are able to come up with when they paint and, you know, having great nights out and nights out and things like that. It's just without that anymore. Like, anyway, I digress. It's just... it was a big thing during the time and I think it really did scratch the itch for a lot of people and you know if nothing else it was you know channeling your inner whatever it forced you into doing something new or whatever yeah Yeah. but we had a similar experience too uh more a little bit more personal um so it was my sister's 13th birthday party and 13 is a pretty big year because you've entered your teenage years. And that was, I think it was the initial onset of the pandemic, if I'm not mistaken. It must have been. It must have it been. It was within three weeks of the beginning. Yeah, right. Weeks, maybe. And so we saw it coming and we thought, yeah, this is not going to be good. And the plans that we had had are not going to turn out. So did some, you know, brainstorming of what could we pull together to make it you know, somewhat special. We were pretty limited. Like I can remember you and uh, your boyfriend were going to come over because, you know, we were so used to hanging out and you were such a big part of her life um, that we wanted you there. And we thought, well, at least we can still have supper together, like with you guys. But then they brought on some rule that you weren't supposed to be in different houses or you weren't in whatever. I think you could see like only your main people right then and yeah what a significant impact to her even though we had friends and family like send video clips and Kennedy put them all together and made a a video for for her and she was 
you know, touched by the people that took the time to do that. And she thought it was pretty cool, but still like nothing replaces that, you know, that freedom that we take for granted most of the time, just to do what you want and hang out with your friends, you know, turning mm-hmm. a teenager, it's a big deal, right? Right. So to tie it back to uh, our point of trying to say like, this whole loneliness thing. So with Emmy's video, like mom was describing, everyone that was a part of Emmy's life is a part of Emmy's life for the most part was able to submit a video that said happy birthday and a little message. And it was all put together. It was compiled and we gifted that to her and it meant a lot to her. But I remember uh, Eric and I went on zoom with you guys just to watch her reaction of watching this video and she bawled and it wasn't because it was probably a little bit about like, oh, this is sweet and it means a lot to me. But a lot of it was that loss of connection. She was feeling lonely. She was feeling like she didn't have that connection because the people that are in the video aren't there with her. So the point we're trying to make here is you can very well have lots of support, lots of people in your life, whatever, but still feel lonely because there's no actual human connection interaction happening like physical connection Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean if you see that even again it's another circumstance and I mean we're all guilty of it I think of you know being out somewhere or out to dinner and uh for the most part try to keep your phones away but you know there's always those families that are sitting there the kids are I don't know, somewhere between the age of six and 16. Yeah. The kids are on their phones. The parents are on their phones. They're not there together. No. I mean, they're physically there together, but they're not. So that's interesting, just as I'm saying it, because we just said, well, online presence isn't enough. You need the actual people. But in that circumstance, they have the people. And that's a good point. We're online. So it's like, yeah, it's more about the, the physical person being there and the, the attention, I guess, just the one-on-one. The interaction, the feeling of like, you're wanting to feel that connection with someone. And I guess, like you said, you kind of proved me wrong there. Like, it's not just about physically being in the same room because the same thing as Walmart. Like, you need to, there's so many layers. You need to know the person. You need to have a connection with them. You need to be present. You need to be emotionally present you need to all of these different things um, impact the level of connectedness I guess so what is human connection so it is a deep bond that's formed between people when they feel seen and valued during an authentic human connection people exchange positive energy with one another and build trust and human connection makes you feel heard and understood and gives you a sense of belonging so to reiterate I don't know that that's it cut and dry like I feel like the physical aspect is so important and it's not even mentioned there um like FaceTime and video chatting or like our example with my younger sister's uh birthday compiled video like there's no real connection there like there's no physical connection but also yeah I feel like I'm talking in circles but I feel like uh the point's proven just spit it out all right what more can i say well you can say you can cite our source for uh today's information do you have it right there 
Yeah. So it is betterup.com. It was actually uh, a good portion of our episode today is where that information came from. It's actually a really good resource. Yeah. So um, in looking at this topic, we also wanted to look at something that some of you may or may not be familiar with. Uh, it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So this is some psychological dude from years ago. I psychological dude? I studied when I was in college and in university, and uh, he talks about a hierarchy of needs. So, you know, like that food pyramid thing, it's like that, but it's with people's needs. And of course, whatever's on the bottom are bigger needs. And as you get to the top, you need less of that. You know, I think that's where the, the fats sit at the top of the food. <laughs> so um, according to him and his hierarchy of needs, besides food, water, and safety, love and belonging are the most important needs that we must fulfill. You know, because we're, we're a social species that we're we're wired to connect, I guess. And if we're not connecting, then it's not feeling right and, and we're lacking in that area. So it's just as big a need as food and water. Yeah. And this includes our desire for interpersonal relationships, intimacy, um, just the ability to connect with others and to be integrated into a group. Yeah, that's another big portion of it too, is feeling a part of something like to have a connection one-on-one -on -one with someone versus I'm a part of a thing like that's a whole other layer of connection like an integrated group like oh I'm part of a book club or I'm like it's a different type of connection um, yeah, it is. yeah yeah it's so, a spe specialized yeah yeah I see what you're saying so uh further about Maslow's theory when the needs that he has in the pyramid when those needs are not being met um then we're we're feeling something's lacking in our life. And when these needs are met, our overall well-being improves and we feel like we're living a more fulfilled life because those needs are taken care of. Yeah. And with the human connection, uh, positives come with that. So um, there's a bit massive decrease in health risks and it actually improves your physical well-being and your longevity. So it's just... I mean, we're obviously doing this compare and contrast between pros and cons, lonely, connected. Um, there's obviously going to be positives that happen in your life elsewhere because everything is connected. Um, so when you have a more positive outlook, all of these things we've talked about in other episodes, or when you are having uh, more fulfilling connections with people or groups or um, just interpersonal circles of people, um, you're obviously going to reap the benefits of that. Yeah, like uh, strong social connections and the immune system, they made a correlation there, right? So yeah. um, if your connections are strong, it can strengthen the immune system and you have uh, your immune system increases the chances that you're going to live a longer life by like it's 50% or something like that, right? Yeah. 50%. It is 50%, um, which is insane. Like, like that's 50%. Like that's like half. <laughs> some friends, right? <laughs> right. So does that mean if I was going to live to a hundred, then I'm going to be 150 now or <laughs> not, not people that just say they're your friends. 
Right. <laughs> That's a whole right. other can of worms. We're not going right. there today. So it's not, so we've already established, it's not just having people that you think of as friends. It's actually feeling connected. With. Right. And I just even think like I've been in social circles and things like that, where there's one or two people that I feel very connected to and I'm there for their sake. But the other people in the room, I really couldn't care less about, not to sound heartless, but like, I just don't have a connection with them like some other people might. No, but you see what I'm saying. Um, But you tend to migrate to the people you feel connected with in a room full of people that you're like, okay, like, yeah, I know you, we have a connection, but I just don't feel that bond with you like I do these two others. So I'm going to chill over here and, you know, eat handfuls of chips and, (laughs) you know. So let's look at how to make human connections. So sometimes they require bravery and taking the chance, like in putting yourself out there, not being the awkward eating eating chips person in the corner, but, you know, introducing yourself kind of do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So building that human connection often outweighs the initial fear. You know, it's kind of, we've all been in that position, whether it was kindergarten or last weekend, right? Right. And it's always scary. And I find it's almost like when you're a kid, I I always made friends easy if we were at the play center at the mall or at the beach, because you just wanted somebody to hang out with. And actually, I don't even know if that was a good connection. So much as it was like, let's build a, build a sandcastle and I need help. But it was simpler times as well. Like just because it made me even think further to that, there's not all this extra noise, all of this extra crap that's not relevant. Like, hey, you want to build a sandcastle? Yeah, I want to build a sandcastle. Okay, do you have a boyfriend? Like those, uh, those things don't matter to a five or six year old. It's just like, hey, let's have a good time. Right. So whether it was then and, you know, some people probably that didn't come easily to 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 step out and do that, or whether you know it's in the office or during the weekend, whatever you did, and having to put yourself out there, it's a little bit scary for sure. And it comes easier for some people than others, absolutely. And even I find, um, for myself at least, I've gone through these like stages in my life where it's easier during sometimes than it is others. Um, I don't know. Uh, I even, I won't oust them, but uh, I've spoken to someone recently about how they've said, even like to go back to the pandemic, like they used to be the type of person that had no issue going up to people or going out to social events and being a part of something and putting themselves out there. But since the pandemic, it's changed them. It's a different stage in their life now where now they have, they struggle to even get themselves out of the house sometimes because Mm. it's a big step like it's just kind of changed in their brain yeah yeah so if you are looking to uh, make some connections you can start with surrounding yourself with people who have shared interests because you know probably the common ground there you're going to find something you want to talk about whether it's painting llamas or you know kitty cats or building kites or books or traveling or soccer or whatever yeah um uh, here's the big one overcome your resistance so your fear of rejection right so yeah easier said than done we all we all struggle from it and struggle from it struggle with it feel the effects of it 
and uh, yeah, but sometimes you just got to jump. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, they're not your people. So. Yeah. And even that's hard to remember sometimes. Like, it's so easy to just be like, it's the same as like with you and I asking people to be a part of the podcast. Like we've discussed that before. What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no. Okay. So you move on. So why is there's this fear of rejection? You just, you should just try to get past that. Right. Um, I, th- I think in our heads, we have this, not so much with the podcast, but like if you bomb out with trying to make a friend, you feel like they're going to go back and be like, yeah, you know, I yeah. think that's a big part of it. So, um, how about smiling and staying positive? Opening Overall, that's just good advice as is. Opening up to others. You can't, you know, expect somebody to, to put all the eggs in the basket if you're not willing to share some of your eggs as well. Hmm. Um, don't hide in your phone. I see that all the time. And I really try not to do that when I'm out, not because I'm looking necessarily to make new contacts. Um, but I just, you know, sometimes you have to check yourself, right? If your face is always in your phone, then where else to go with that? No, (laughs) no, it's true though. And I mean, that's kind of how we started the episode too. Just, um, you're around people, physically you might as well try to be connected with the people that you're in front of versus being somewhere else and even further to that I've had conversations with people over text that I'm like oh wow like look at me go I'm like really um sure of myself and being assertive or whatever but I know damn well if I was in front of that person face to face I wouldn't have that kind of gumption in me to say those things so people also interact differently over the phone so just get out of your phone when you're in front of other people and in a social environment yeah there's this feeling like you're gonna miss something right yeah always and then I think about holy this episode is all over the place that's not really what I was thinking about but what I was thinking (laughs) about was um what's that trend on snapchat is it still a thing like um what are they called even think of the name of it i wish i knew what you're talking about well you will in a minute i just need to describe it better apparently um what's it called you like you don't even have to take a picture of your face you take a picture filters no and it's like the back and forth the back and forth and streaks well streaks streaks. would be how many times you send a message back and forth to someone without ending it on a certain day right so there's like a competition so you don't want to miss your chance at whatever or you lose that ridiculous competition or yeah right it's the feeling of you're gonna miss something and I also personally if I'm just thinking about myself in times when I need to or don't need to when I'm using the phone and the things that I say, oh, just give me a second. I just need to, I just, you know, you feel like it's only going to take a second, but really you add up all the seconds and suddenly the whole visit is gone, right? Yeah, no, it's very true. Yeah. And distracted while you're on the phone, you and I have done it all the time. We get on the phone with each other and it's like, okay, just a second. I have to read this thing. I just got to this. And okay, now what were you saying? And meanwhile, it's like we've wasted half of the phone call just going, just a second. I have to 
go start the dishwasher or something, you know, (laughs) but uh, the last thing is to just stay in touch. So we've talked about this in other episodes as well, where it's just extremely important that if you want and expect to have connections with people, it can't be one-sided. And it's just as simple as that. You need to make sure to put the effort forth that you need to treat others the way you want to be treated. So if you would like to have a good connection with someone, whether that be a friendship or an intimate relationship or something like that, um, you need to treat them the way you would want to have that reciprocated. For sure. Mm. Um, I guess. I don't know. I, I just, it's a big, it's a big thing. And it's so much a, a part of our society. I'm still stuck on the phone thing. I'm still back there. Did you move on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to, but we can keep talking about phones if you want. Solve here, can <laughs> solve all the world's problems. <laughs> yeah, well, it's overwhelming to um to maintain several aspects of your life. Um, so to just even like I've seen the posts on social media where it's like. I'm just out here trying to work full-time job, get exercise, eat well, drink water, pay my bills. And then wait, what? I'm supposed to have connections with people? Like that seems like an afterthought, but according to Maslow, like that is a very important need as being a part of the human race. Like we need that connection. It's like almost baseline of what we need as a human. Right. And it's it's just what you said, like with you're already exhausted like do I have enough energy to put into even like I just want to be for myself don't talk to me please right and that's okay too sometimes like you're allowed to be by yourself but you also don't want to isolate and again if you're feeling lonely um you have to like we discussed you kind of have to take that step and you know be a little gutsy and put yourself out there and uh try to make connections with people yeah and I know I I know sometimes there's people that are trying to make those connections and they just keep hitting the wall, right? Because the the other person is not as reciprocating. But mm, I know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, many many people don't realize how lonely and disconnected they are until they take the step back and and actually, you know wow, how did I get here? Yeah. Suddenly two weeks have gone by and you meant to make lunch plans with someone and it slipped your mind. Like you don't realize how quickly life happens until it's poof gone. Like, um, I can think of uh, a specific time when I felt especially lonely and it was actually, uh, near the end of my studies, uh, at college. So it was, I think April, March, maybe February is when it kind of started. It was when the pandemic had started and uh, the college, you know, who could have prepared for this? So we were all sent home and the teachers, teachers were learning how to navigate this just as much as the students. And so we were basically left to our own devices um, for lack of a better way of putting it, because the teachers were trying, right? The teachers were trying, but it really was not um, a good time. 
But beyond that, you're trying to connect with these people that you've had school with for the past year and a half, and now you can't see them. So, you know, we're on Discord and we're talking and we're trying to create conversations about a certain topic and a project and a whatever. So we had to learn these new ways to connect. And it's so funny what people grasp. Um, So like sometimes people are just grasping at straws. Um, I remember during that time, Tiger King. Like it was like we were talking about earlier. It's like you want to be a part of something. You want to be in a group. Well, if you didn't know what Tiger King was um, around the time that I was finishing college, you were kind of out of the in crowd. Like you had to kind of watch that to know what was going on, but it made conversations happen. It made you feel connected. Like, but it's so funny what people grasp onto just to feel something with each other. It's the whole concept of Tim Hortons. Really, you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't necessarily need to go to Tim Hortons anymore to feel connected. But there was a time in my life where I spent a significant amount of time there. Yeah, you know, days before everything came in a paper cup, you went in, oh, and yeah, there was smoking a lot too so that probably helped. But you went in, and you know, you sat there for hours. And just drank coffee and smoked cigarettes or didn't smoke cigarettes and ate donuts or whatever. And it didn't matter who was there and who wasn't. I mean, I, I don't do that anymore. Maybe the same dynamic still goes on, but I can think of the one that I used to hang out at and like all these random people from, it's like a store, that movie, Big Fish, where all these people come from. Yeah all these other places and like I met people at Tim Hortons like that had super shady pass people that had done a significant time in prison I met waitresses I met people who worked at the nightclubs I met like I just like that was a whole community in and of itself and there was always and I think for a while I used to go to a bar and play cards I wasn't there to drink, but we'd go in and we'd drink coffee and we'd smoke cigarettes and we'd play cards. And it was just that sense of community that came from from being with people and having those connections, even though the rest of our lives were entirely, completely, 100% different across the board. Yeah. We had that in common. Yes. And that's, that's a huge point too. Like just, you can come from all different angles of life and have one common thing in the middle and you can connect on that one level and that's all right and that's why I say Tim Hortons because like it didn't matter I I don't even know what timeline this would have been like in the 90s let's call it anybody could go to Tim Hortons grab a coffee and go stand outside for a smoke and you could make conversation with anyone because You had a Tim Hortons coffee. Not just that. I'm I'm thinking about I'm thinking about going out clubbing too. Like people go outside and they have a smoke and it's like you're friends with everybody. (laughs) It's kind of that same. We're not condoning smoking here. I did it for a number of years, so don't do it anymore. It's not a condition. (laughs) Here's our disclaimer. It's not a condition of Of being connected. being connected yeah we secretly work for right a company no but it's yeah it's funny what like this is a really big topic what makes people feel connected 
Yeah. We could have gone on for ages. Apparently this has unfolded more than we even thought it was going to, but I mean, it's true. It could be on many different levels. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion, right? Not to bring that metaphor back into things, but you know, it, it is like that there's different, you can connect with, it's the same as people have friends for certain reasons and other friends for other reasons. Like you could call one friend for something, but definitely could not call them for something else. Um, for a show topic later on. Yeah. Write that down. Anyway. Uh, um, for me, um, I can remember feeling very alone. Uh, most of my friends went to one university after graduation. I went to the other and uh, kind of really sucked. Everything about it sucked, you know. I could underage drink, that part didn't suck at the time, but really it sucked because I didn't feel connected to anyone. I knew all my other friends, well, in my world, all my other friends were at this other university and here I was. And, you know, I, I didn't sulk in my room. I went ahead, I did the things, you know, I made some friends, but I still, I just, I didn't feel it, right? Coming from a small town and going to an atmosphere like that, it just, I did not feel connected and it affected all other areas of my life. Hmm. Yeah. So moral of the story, get yourself out there a little bit more. Um, try to make connections, connections that you, I've made connections with people. I never dreamed of making connections with, um, but they are some of the people that I feel most connected with in my life um it just takes you know one small leap of faith and um confidence and um it all sounds easier said than done um but uh famously famously said by tom ford the most important things in life are the connections you make with others and that is very a very bold statement, but very true. A lot of good memories and things I have to say are about the connections I have with people. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We dove a bit deeper than I expected to, but it was a good conversation. Um, So we will be here next Monday and see you then. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast@outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week.